sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story, that's Sean Sides. And that's Flapjack, I mean Tom Sides. Uh, you're going to make this fucking thing stick. I said it as an example, <laughs> man. A damn example. I'm just joking. That w- that'll be the last time I Flapjack flapjack <laughs> you, but I just thought it'd be funny intro. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You took advantage of a thing, and good callback from last week's episode as well, like calling me Flapjack. <laughs> Not bad. There are worse Sorry. things I've been called in my life, I'm being honest. That's true. I mean, everybody loves Flapjack, right? So, I mean, I, I haven't heard any complaints about it from last week's episode yet. So there we go. Nice. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? How's your week going? Pretty good. Not too bad, I, I have to say. Um, not a bad week so far. Great weekend last weekend, obviously. As we discussed last week, it was my birthday and had some fun. Um, I told you we were going to Space and Science Center during the day. Maybe I'll do that rant first. So... Edmonton has like a lot of decent attractions. One of the bigger ones is the Space and Science Center, like Fort Edmonton Park. Amazing. Like I'll I'll use Fort Edmonton Park to compare. So Fort Edmonton Park, when you go there, almost every single time you go, if you go there different summers, you'll see new buildings, you'll see new rides, you'll see like advancements in the experience. The thing that bothers me about Space and Science Center, the last time I went was maybe three years ago. The same shit's broken. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they don't put anything back into the Space and Science Center. We bought, I think Kieran and Andre was bought uh, me and Crystal a, a star, um, like from there so that it was our star kind of thing. We can go and look it up and it's there legit in the Big Dipper. Actually, it's one of those stars we mm-hmm. pay, like got for us and we can't look at it. We can't go and check it out because that's broken. And it's like, man, you guys are not impressing me with this shit. Yeah. I mean, don't, shouldn't there be people on staff for that kind of thing? Seriously. And there's so many things there that are broken. And I just don't understand like a place like Fort Ed, they just tunnel every cent they make back into the place. So Mm -hmm. why, like they are doing an expansion right now. So they're trying to make it better, but like, you should have the things that are in there working. Like, I just don't understand. Like there was, it was quite a few different things and a lot of changes. And I don't know the staff there, like they're working, but they don't, you know, they don't seem to be enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a pain in the ass if you have to ask them about something. And that's just disappointing to see because it should be a welcoming place that inspires people and inspires children about science. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And instead, like kids, I'm sure still have fun there because they don't know. But it was a little disappointing being an adult. Like it was still fun. We still enjoyed it. It was still like to get out and go and do something was nice. But it's afterwards, you're kind of like, well, shit, like, a lot of that stuff wasn't working like we want to go check out our star we can't and i don't know a little disappointing that is that that's a whole lot of disappointing um what was the exhibit again uh dinosaurs of earth i don't know what it was called exactly but it was like i don't know i i see real dinosaur bone shit because i go to like the royal tyrell museum even the ram here in edmonton royal alberta museum I've seen real dinosaur bones. I know what that is. This was not that. Every example, every bone that they had there was fake. 
they had like, I think one or two real tiny pieces that you could look at them through a microscope just so you could see it, but it was like locked up. But I want, I like seeing real shit. It's cool. Like the little animatronics they have is kind of neat, but I got to say when I was in drum heller, there's like a, a dinosaur uh, rock and stone, sorry, a dinosaur bone and rock store there. Their animatronic dinosaurs were better than the exhibit that came through. Really? So, that's fucking Drumheller's worth the visit. Like I wish like when I went through there, like it wasn't the one day of the week where the museum was closed, but yeah, you know, you can't win them all. Uh, no, but... it's a cool place. I don't mean to yeah. shit on space and science center so hard. I just it, like, no, but you kind of justified in that. Like you pay for an entry fee. You have this thing that you got through the science center. Right. So yeah. Fucking let's get our money's worth. Right. We're, we're paying for, sure. for a service a little bit here. Let's, have that service it's it's like when you go to a restaurant and just don't have anything on the menu just like why are we even here exactly and the exhibit like if you're gonna have a dinosaur exhibit please include real examples it's not impossible to get i know you make money traveling around with this exhibit like you can't tell me like we just bought the dinosaurs now we're fucking raking in the cash like come on guys give us a little something like give us some real examples like it's not and i'm not saying like the full fucking dinosaur you have to go buy because that shit's expensive and i understand that but show us like to pay for staff and stuff too like you there's probably things that we're not even thinking about that they have to prioritize over maintenance yeah it's possible but i'm just it didn't overly impress me it was still a fun time like i said Mm -hmm. i enjoyed getting out but we you know we're there maybe an hour and 15 minutes hour and a half and for the price that you're paying you should get a little bit more entertainment out of it than that oh definitely for sure i I, exactly when you go and you're paying that kind of money just have the stuff like i haven't i haven't been i never got to go to that museum and that's when they had like the avengers or marvel comic uh the marvel comic exhibit and i would have loved to have gone then i just yeah i lived a busy life (laughs) And a lot of times those exhibits are fun to see. They're cool. You know, yeah. there's some neat shit in there. Like when they did the Star Wars ones, there was like the costumes from the movies that were used and you could see them up close. You're like, man, that's cool. Yeah. But ah, I wasn't blown away. So by that's it. why I really want to go to the Smithsonian. Like not only do they yeah. have cool dinosaur shit, but you can go in there and just see legendary pop cultural stuff, which is more my wheelhouse. Like I, I was telling you like a few episodes back how I went to like the local art museum and yeah. Like it just, it didn't speak to me. Like I don't have an appreciation for paintings that other people would like were. Yeah. Or, like it just doesn't speak to me. Like I, I can see that there's talent and I can see that this took a while, but I'm more <laughs> impressed that it's over 150 years old and still preserved. That Definitely. I, that I appreciate more than the art itself. Me too. Yeah, I agree with that. And seeing like shit in museums when you're like impressed by the way that the people made shit back in the day there's Mm -hmm. a lot of cool things to see right couldn't agree with you more buddy um i had a bit of an interesting day today so like so i've I've been back in vancouver for a little while now and i started back at work on the money with just like um a bs training course and then uh and then i had to do a test on the tuesday to get my driver's license for the airport back um just kind of renew it every five years every single time something expires you got to go get the new driver's license and it's a little bit it's more hands-on than getting a actual driver's license because you have to like redo the tests and all this stuff like the theory and then while you're doing the test like while you're doing the drive test you have to like 
be able to answer all the questions. And I don't do that very well. Like I can study and I can remember shit, but it's just really hard for me to like, so yeah, what's that? Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know a little, I, I know what it is. I just, I don't have the exact name right now. And I'm really sorry about that. Like if this was written out, I could tell you. Yeah, I just oh, Tommy's under pressure, and I just can't figure. (laughs) So that's rough. Yeah, and then uh, I was telling you, I was telling you off air. um, I have an interview on Monday to get promoted. Um, So if I get this, I get into a lead position in the company I work for, and then, uh, but also comes with a relocation of uh, Prince Edward Island. So I'm really. I'm really hoping that goes well. So I've been like setting up on like certain questions, like uh, situational behavioral questions, trying to get my, my stories together, like, like an example of this or an example of like these scenarios. I'm just trying to regurgitate them so I can be like, I am the guy you fucking hired this. Like it's me. I am the one. So um, it's been like an interesting week. I've kind of been happy with like the downtime because I have another training course starting next week. So I have, I've had a little bit of downtime, but my day today, like, so it's been kind of rainy and miserable in Vancouver, which is normal here. Yeah. Um, so, but while it was like not raining, uh, my buddy lives near this, lives near the waterfront. So I walked down and just walked across this dike to get into the Steveston village. So it was like uh, two, three kilometers that I went for a walk on. So while walking, I saw like a coyote just like rummaging cool. around looking for mice. And it was like a pretty plump coyote. So it was like interesting to see like, like last time I saw one, there was just like two strolling down, like downtown Edmonton, like living in Montreal last year and a half. You don't see any coyotes. I don't even think that they have any. But yeah. like, it was just interesting to see like a coyote just doing his thing. And then uh, on the way back, like I saw cows so like it turns out that there's like in the middle of the suburb area there's the steveston farm where it's not a whole lot of farmland but um near the dike is a all marshlands right so what he did was like he has that and then he has access to the marsh so like there's these like oreo looking cows so it's like black and then white in the center and then black on the tail end so it's just cool. like a whole like like half a dozen of them just rummaging around being cows. And I had a seat, just watch them. Took everything in my adult will to not go moo at them. <laughs> like as you do whenever you like used to drive by cows when you were a kid. Yeah. Um sorry, when you were a kid. I still do it. I don't I, I still don't. fucking do that sometimes too. I can't help myself. Crystal gets mad at me when I neigh the horses. Yeah. Because I'll be like, nah, the fuck <laughs> they, they look, they're like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, horsies. Yeah, and then I walked into the village, stopped at like two different bakeries, one for lunch, one for tasty treats. So like I stopped at the Steveston Bakery, got a, you know, a ginger chicken soup and like a turkey and smoke, smoked turkey and bacon sandwich. That sounds but, yummy, the sandwich part. Honestly, both of them, one, two punch, especially on like a gloomy day. I know you're not a soup guy, but fuck. It was firing on all cylinders. Way to take a gloomy day and make it way fucking worse by eating soup. The nasty. Oh, no, I mean, I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I made it fucking better. That's um, awesome. And then and I what tasty over, treats. Yeah, and then I walked over to this uh, bakery, this French bakery, where I got like a flat white coffee, and then um, 
they had croissant like fresh croissants so i got one of those and uh you you didn't like that i just frenched it up a little bit because that's what they're fucking called well there's a couple things i'm shaking my head at first was like well second was the croissant i've never heard it with a w before that sounds very interesting um who said it with a w i said croissant 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 there's an r there man there's a croissant i can't do that yeah well i can't even i can't even fucking hear that let alone (laughs) make that come out of my mouth i heard a w anywho the second thing like so this is a Vancouver day or this is a Montreal day? This is a Vancouver day. I am Okay, so you left Montreal and you found the French bakery in Vancouver yeah. to feel at home a little bit. I just to be fair, that- I think it's more France French than it's Quebec French. Okay, that's fair. I was just shaking my head because you were like, I was like, dude, you just left Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got this little like for, for a treat later, I got this uh, tart with like vanilla cream and then berries on top of it that sounds yummy yeah so i went for lunch and then i stopped here and then i just sat by the water and just kind of like watched the water having my coffee then i had my tasty treat and then it was just like it was just a good all-around way to spend the day yeah that sounds super nice and then i walked it all too like i walked from like here so like like I was expecting more rain, but then it didn't rain. It got hot all of a sudden. So here I'm in jeans and this raincoat. And like, I, it's not like, like, what am I going to do? Just like carry the raincoat? Fuck that noise. <laughs> so here I am sweating like a madman because I am overdressed for what I'm doing. That's funny. Good for you for doing that for yourself, though. Like taking some time like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a lot of people just sit around and in their fucking house, you know, and it's nice to be able to do that. Like, you're not like not really being a tourist because you've been there before, but it's like that feel of like, I want to go experience something. I yeah, want to go. Like, let's go out and see what's there. Like, it wasn't like a costly day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like the lunch was like just under $15. Nice. And then like a coffee and a tasty treat was just under $10. So I had like a $25 day just experiencing stuff. Nothing wrong with that at and all. And then while man. perusing, like the little village, I saw that there's a sign for uh, you whale watching. Now, I didn't go whale watching. I'll just start you off right there. But it made me think of like, all right, well, I'm going to be here for like a little while. I'm not sure how long, but let's give me like four or five things. What should I do while I'm here? Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Vancouver, but like maybe I can do vancouver things that'll be adventure worthy so i saw like the whale watching sign all right so i got the name of it it's like sea breeze whale watching i'm pretty sure it's called okay and so i'm gonna look them up later maybe i'll once i get my my real work schedule i'm gonna book a day i'm gonna go whale watching good ideas i got um i might as well go see victoria and tofino while i'm here yeah i've heard nice things i hear they're gorgeous so like it's a nothing flight for me through uh, my work benefits. And so it's a nothing flight. It's like up and down and it's cheap as hell to do it because of the discounts. So I might as well just go. Right. Interesting. So Tofino, have you ever been to the sunshine coast? No. So crystal lived there for six years. I don't know if I've told you about that ever, no. but she has like very, very high things to say about it. Apparently it's like, a beautiful beautiful place so if you're going to tofino i think that's the next stop is the sunshine coast 
Um, I can't remember the show that was recorded there, but a show was recorded there way back in the day, and there's a place to check it out. But okay. she always talks very, very highly of the Sunshine Coast. I'm, I'm marking it down right now, so I'll check it out too. So I'll put it on my list of. I'll tell her to like give me a couple things, like if you do make it there, to, for you to yeah. check out while you're there. And then a Victoria thing you could do. Um, my stepbrother Mark Doreen's son, mm-hmm. he works at a restaurant there as the chef there, and so he'd probably like set you up with a sick ass meal if you were going there oh fuck okay well i'll do that and then have you text them on my behalf like i'll like the yeah. day i go i'll go to that restaurant and then just be like like i'll even like i won't even look at a menu just be like i just don't like mushrooms go with that and just make something happen for sure what, what kind of I'm restaurant sure does he would have to do that what's that sorry what kind of restaurant does it work at i don't know exactly i know that it's like kind of like a fine dining ish restaurant but not super fine okay Hell, hell of a good cook though and um he'd probably get a kick in a kick out of it and he likes yeah. to drink beers so perfect could be a fun night yeah man like i think that'll be worth it like i was gonna make it a day trip but fuck i'll make it overnight if uh that yeah. happens Something we'll talk just, i'll, I'll yeah. set you up i'll me- message him too and see what we can work out but anyway. and then the other two things that i put on my list of like things to do now that i'm back in vancouver is kind of like want to hike whistler now i know i'm in no shape to be doing that but fuck at least try and at least see it because i've never seen whistler and i think like at least to go check out and just do what i can like i'm sure they have an easier hike for the physically inept (laughs) yeah you just take your time just pace yourself right yeah exactly so uh, i want to do that like just take a day like i'm gonna have days off so just take a day go check out some cool shit go do some cool shit and then be happy that I did like uh, just be happy that I did things while I'm here. Like I wasn't just at my buddy's place taking up space. I wasn't just working the whole time. Yeah. I want to be well, I want to be able to give them as much space as I can because they're doing me a solid. So I don't want to just be here. Yeah, I and know what I, you mean. And then I also want to like I want to feel a little bit accomplished and be like, you know what? I fucking did that. I saw that I, I got to you know i i got to experience some things and then the it's last a more one inspiring thing for sure yeah and then the last one is walk across the capilano bridge is that like a big bridge there it is a huge bridge it's like um it's like a rickety fucking rope bridge like really oh, high cool. up it's something like for one thing i'm gonna be scared shitless to do that because i have a thing about heights like even just yeah. going like cliff jumping with friends i gotta get myself like mentally psyched about it because i have a thing about heights like I know like jumping into water, you'll probably be fine, but it's just the don't like, don't let this be the one spot I jump. There's the giant rock or like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And so I'm going to try and go do that. So I found it like it's free for uh, BC residents, except for the first time you go. So you got to go once pay the fee. But then after that, every single time you go, and you live in BC, it's free. So maybe I'll go like six or seven times just to get my fucking money's worth. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a pretty cool thing to do, though. Like, I like that you're giving yourself some super like attainable things to do there and like goals yeah. that are like a day. Like every one of those things could be an awesome little adventure, right? Yeah, just like, and it's a day. That's exactly what it is. It's just a day. Like, it's not like I can turn Victoria or Tofino or all of that stuff into a weekend where. Yeah. Like it probably be a little bit more costly, but I like for the most part, it's a day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like where I'm at for like making the best of while I'm here kind of thing. Yeah, no, that's really smart. I like it. 
Yeah. What you should, what I would do personally is go and check out every comic book store, every antique store, every thrift store, because I ain't ever been there and I ain't ever seen that. And if I was going to be staying there for like, you know, a month, maybe a couple months, I'd be like, I need to hit this shit now. I know, but the goal is not to spend like copious amounts of money, right? Like, well, I like Thomas, the thing I like about all of these things is that they're cheap. Yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. I'm a lush. I'm like, let's go spend money, Thomas. You just love the finer things. Ooh, could I interest myself into this new sword that I don't need? By all means. <laughs> oh my god, Very this much. comic book store has a bat lift. One, please and thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a whore for that kind of thing sometimes. What do you do? Yeah, you know, it's the little things that just make you you, Sean. Yeah, that's true. I like uh, presents. You know, it's fun. <laughs> Yeah. Have you gotten to try out your uh, metal detector yet? Not yet. No, I I was a write-off on Sunday and then yeah, rough start to this week. I'll say that much. <laughs> I was not feeling very good. It wasn't even because of the alcohol. I think, I don't know if I ate something. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but yeah. I woke up Monday morning, took a sip of my coffee, like, you know, got my shit together, came outside, had a sip of coffee and immediately vomited. I was like, what the fuck is happening to me right now? I think you consuming things is just your kryptonite could be but yeah. i don't know i do well most of the time yeah um but yeah so the reason i didn't feel the greatest is because we went after the space and science center we went to go see the dinner theater really mm. good really good I, lo- I love seeing people singing and dancing like live like that so yeah. fun what was the what was the show again it was like the 1950s diner that the okay. farmer owned and it went back in time it was just like an independent story when i saw it it was a spoof i think it was a spoof on orange is the new black okay i remember seeing i think that i'm pretty around. sure that's what it was i'd i would have to ask ask an ex-girlfriend of mine and she's not talking to me so i Fair there's enough. no way for me to confirm this but I'm i pretty feel like sh- that was a show there at one point i recall yeah, yeah i'm but pretty yeah, sure like, it was a spoof on orange is the new black it's just fun i'll say this like I did. See, we we all noticed something really fucked up there. So there was a girl and a guy there on a date. We thought maybe it was early. They just didn't like each other because the entire fucking night, the guy was on his phone making phone calls or staring at his phone texting, not paying a single fucking bit of attention to the show or to his woman. And then they do like a pause where they're like, is it anyone's birthday today? And of course, Karen put up his arm to tell them that it was my birthday. So I had to fucking speak in the mic, but they went over to them because it was their 13th anniversary. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? And I was like, we were all like, just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like the girls were like, should we ask her to come and join us? Cause this is fucking ridiculous. And I don't get those people like get off your fucking phone. You're out with a, on a date. I don't care how many years you've been with someone enjoy the date like put your yeah. fucking work phone down for two hours and enjoy the evening it's like, dinner and fuck? a show not dinner and i'm sorry i'm busy like, seriously it was i just think that's so fucking weird maybe it's just the dynamic of the relationship but then he left like i'd say half an hour before the show ended and she stayed and then left on her own and yeah. i was like what is happening here this is like this is so fucked up just the way some people live. I, I hope that they had an agreement like beforehand. He goes like, listen, honey, I know this is what you want to do tonight, but you got to understand, like, I got to work. Yeah. And, like, like, I know, like, it's going to look terrible, but I have to. I'm sorry. I have to. Like, it's possible. It, it, I can only hope that that was the scenario. This is me it, being like a glass half full kind of guy. I hope yeah. there was that communication beforehand of just, hey, honey, 
I know this is what you want to do and we'll do it, but just know that I'm on a deadline and shit's going to, I'm going to, I understand that perspective for sure. It just, it just rubs me the wrong way. Cause I would never, I'm a chivalrous at heart. If I'm taking a lady out for a night, I am her. She is my attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just how the kind of guy I am, but yeah, it was weird. I leave my phone in cars on most dates. It was funny because me and Crystal went for breakfast the next morning and we were talking about something and she took out her phone to like look up what we were going to go do. And I was like, wow, you're just going to sit there on your phone all day. Just <laughs> like that couple from last night. She's like, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Where'd you go for breakfast? Haps. Where's that? It's uh, Stony Plain Road on the West End. I, it's our breakfast place. They're only open from like. I would say maybe seven or eight in the morning until three in the afternoon. They mm-hmm. have like a, man, a lunch menu too, but I always go there for my eggs, Benny. Yeah. yeah, there's, I got a few spots like Route 99 Diner. Pretty, pretty fucking dope spot. Uh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, Tasty Tom's. I still recommend that <laughs> through and through. They just don't have eggs, Benny, but fuck. Great place. And then uh, Blue Plate Diner or meat for breakfast is just delightful. That sounds delicious. Yes. Because then, like, are you a chicken and waffles guy? Um, I'm not opposed to it. You can get some really good chicken and waffles at meat. Like, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but no, nope. it's it's good. Nice. It's I just like good. I like trying things like that. It's not my go-to, but it'd be fun to try like something like that for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, after dinner theater, we were pretty cut. Cause they have a good deal on jugs there. And so we were drinking jugs of alcohol, not beer, like tasty, fancy drinks. Basically the first one was delicious. Second one, we got the margarita. We poured one drink each from it. Pretty good. Second drink, pure fucking sugar. It was. (laughs) That's probably why you felt like shit the next day. Probably. So then we left there and we're like, well, we don't really want to go across the city. We weren't ready to go home. So we went over to the casino and I like, I keep telling you that I'm going to the casino. I feel like this is the third time I or fourth time. Now I've told you I'm not a camp gambler like that. I'm not a casino guy, but I keep finding myself there lately. And it's just a fun thing to do. That's indoors. It's open. They serve you alcohol and the UFC fights were on. So I got to watch a few fights while the ladies were checking out some gambling. What, what were you playing? Well, they took away the horse race game, which really fucking that's why we went there was so that we could all play the horse race game, which is fucking devastating. So mm-hmm. I threw a 20 in a machine, lost it threw a 20 in a different machine, lost it. And then I was like, screw this shit. I'm going to play roulette because it's more fun. So mm-hmm. I put 20 bucks down and uh, it was decent. I won a little lost a little won a little. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try to win. And I lost the other 20 bucks. So I'm 60 bucks deep at this point. Mm. I decided, fuck it. The ladies are still going to be a while. We're still drinking. I threw another 20 down and turned that 20 into $190. Over and a machine? Out. No, this is like a, a, like the spinning wheel roulette. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I won. My numbers kept hitting. So I was like, fuck yeah. And then as this was happening, Crystal was at a machine that was like kind of like not far from us. So she pokes her out. I was like, guys, I'm winning. And we were like, like, sweet. Like, that's awesome. I'm winning too. And she's like, no, like it's at $400. Now 500, now 600. And I was like, Andrea, like she'd come over to see what I was doing. So I was like, Andrea, like run over there and go see what the fuck's happening. She needs someone to cheer her on. So I think Crystal cashed out 600 something dollars from the machine as well. That's awesome. So I like paid for our evening, basically. I love it when that happens. 
yeah it was just fun like that random right like it can be an expensive night when you're doing that kind of thing and day with what we did too so it was nice to round that out but. i was surprised you went to the casino like i don't mind going to a casino but like bourbon streets is right there you can go for a cocktail like uh, any of those like local yeah. spots right i don't know like bourbon street was like super fucking busy yeah and i did we were just like the casino is so spread out and so chill like and i knew the fights were on too so i was like and the horse race game is a big allure. We were like, let's go play the horses. Yeah, I really I want to check go out back um, the Five and Dive. It's that new uh, metal bar that's in uh, the West Edmonton Mall. And they replaced Sherlock's. Okay. I never been, I haven't been down there lately. Yeah. I always like first round because they have damn good burgers. Perfect. But yeah. No, no, it's like a dope metal bar and they have like, I follow them on Instagram. They just always seem like they're having a good time there. So I, I like my next trip to Edmonton. I'm definitely checking that place out. Interesting. Are you into metal? I, uh, I mean, I was, I mean, I haven't yeah. been to like a metal show in forever, but like, I don't turn it off. Like, I mean, if it's on, like I'm not going to be pissed. And I have friends that are still into that scene. It's not that I got, I just, it's not that I stopped that scene either. It's just, I kind of, carried on living like i don't know how else to put it it's the what like, kind of metal are we talking here like band me a, give me a couple bands well i don't know any of the bands that have played there personally like i, I i'm saying like, like that you listen to that you consider, i've, I've like, seen slipknot in concert like three times i've seen kill switch yeah. engage in concert uh, also three times i've seen trivium uh, i've seen metallica i've seen uh i've seen atreyu I've seen Children of Bodom. So a little bit of this and a little bit of that, a little of the super hard and a little of the medium. Yeah, like I, I, it was fun. Like I would like throw myself into the mosh pits. I've seen like Rob Zombie. I've seen Slayer. I've been, I went to like Montreal metal festivals before. Like I've had, I've met Disturbed. I've like, I met the cast to uh, Metalocalypse that played a show. Like nice. it was fucking, I don't know. Like I just did shit. Like I like yeah. and it was fun. Like I and I still have like fond memories of doing that stuff. And whenever I listen to it, it just reminds me of like what I was doing. Like I was younger when I was doing it. Like I was like yeah. 18 to like 25 doing I that. went through a metal phase around then too. That's why I asked. Yeah. yeah, like through 18 to 25. Like it was a heavy no, sorry, like 15 to 25. I, Sorry, he's even earlier. Like I saw Slipknot for the first time when I was 14 years old, to be honest with you. Nice. Uh, I saw him at uh, Stad Unipri. My dad and Uncle Sparky dropped me off with this girl that Uncle Sparky's like he was friends with her mother. And like I had an extra ticket, so he brought her along. And nice. then they kind of just like left us together. And it was like, all right, we're hanging out whether we want to or not. And we just made the best of it. And then we ended up making out during the show. It was awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Nothing like a setup like that. Never where... saw or heard from her again. That's awesome though, because you know it's like a you're my boyfriend tonight. Cool. Yeah. Where... It was just funny. like one of those. That's a good setup. Yeah. Um last comment. Sorry, I'm going back to the fucking dinner theater just very quickly. Yeah, by all means. Man, like the salad, phenomenal. The fucking dinner comes out and I got the prime rib. You got to pay $6 extra if you want the prime rib. I'm like, whatever, take my money. I'll yeah, give yeah. it a try. It was completely, completely raw Ooh. with 
fucking i would say 65 percent fat like no fucking meat on it and it says medium it says prime rib cooked to medium that ain't no fucking medium and it's fine like i'll eat the meat still i can do it but it was like if crystal ordered that there's no fucking way she could have eaten it it was bloody as hell it was shit like i had a pile of fat built up it was it was fucking like come on guys give me something I haven't gone for like a good prime rib in a long time. Like there was this tavern in Montreal. I used to go like I still went there a few times while I was there. But um, back in the day, like uh, it used to be you get the prime rib and they had like a small like whatever ounce for $16, a little bit bigger for $20 and then a much bigger for 22 and the 20 like 22 bucks. You can like you're getting like a big piece of meat, potatoes, vegetables, and it's like hearty and it comes with like horseradish like you're in for like a good meal and they have a nice yeah. that you're going to put on it like it's it's going to be a good time now they only have two cuts and the small one's 22 dollars, and the big one's 40 bucks and you're just like no i'm not i can't rationalize that that order i can't i don't have it in me to do that and uh, like a buddy of mine recently had the prime rib at the keg and he said it wasn't that great like i i love a good prime rib i just haven't had one in a hot minute yeah it's the same with me when it's cooked properly like i was at a wedding maybe three years ago and wedding food you know it's take it or leave it sometimes sometimes it's like oh that was pretty good other times you're like i wasn't that great this fucking prime rib at this guy's wedding my buddy chris best prime rib i've had in my entire fucking life he knew the chef personally he hired him personally for a reason and the funny thing was it was actually cooked to medium so when you actually cook it to medium, it is delicious, I learned. Because yeah. most of the stuff I've had is raw. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, that's not fucking cooked. But when you cook it to medium, damn good. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I'm glad that you had that experience. Like, again, like, I'm, like, it's a little bit pricey nowadays, especially like now that restaurants are just kind of coming back. And yeah, like, I think they're trying to make up for the time that they lost. And so a lot that of makes things, sense. like a bunch of things are just a little bit, higher on the spectrum for price wise right yeah so it's hard to justify like going out for dinner more than like once a month maybe yeah totally fair but like once i get settled in hopefully pei i'll find myself a nice little prime rib joint and just i bet you will yeah i've never been like eastern canada and it's one of those mysteries to me but it'd be fun like i'm sure you'll have a reason to go come monday so hell yeah i can't wait yeah, for you to have that opportunity and for me to one day be able to come down and visit my cousin and be like what up yeah and it's uh it's gonna be worth it like i i've been wanting to head east forever uh like i know well, like when i went to edmonton it was i didn't know what to do like in my life and i didn't have any direction and michelle like really convinced me that like you could have a good life in Edmonton. There's jobs, there's work, and then like you could have a good life in Edmonton. And I gotta tell you, man, she wasn't wrong. She no. was not wrong, but like you know, it just wasn't the life I wanted to like live. Like I was like I like I could have lived in Edmonton forever and it would have been a good life. For sure. Just not good enough. Yeah, not the one you want. Yeah. And then I went to Vancouver and I followed my heart to Vancouver, finding out that you know, uh, it's not the place for me. So now I'm doing everything I can to uh, get out of here. But hey, <laughs> uh, you know, one thing at a time, right? Yeah, no, that's 
that's life one foot in front of the other and if you don't like strive for opportunities you won't get them you mm-hmm. know what i mean if you don't put your feet in the water and get wet you're it's life's not going to go your your way right yeah no, there's exactly. a certain like um i've learned about you already obviously that you are a well-traveled man you know what i mean you're, well you... let's be honest like i'm not like, i haven't seen the world i've seen our country yeah, a, a well-traveled canadian i'll say yeah and it's it's a cool thing to have um and like you knowing different cities and knowing different spectrums of life in, in all those different cities and having lived in that like in the far east before you kind of get a good spectrum like you know that's the kind of life that i want yeah you know and that's cool to be able to know that about yourself right i I will say this the three times i've moved to different city or this will be the third time i move to a different city if i get the pi position um i have never been to the city before that i've moved to so like my first time in edmonton was when i moved to edmonton my first time to vancouver was apartment hunting for Vancouver. Like I wasn't like I had never been to Vancouver before and I'm looking for a place to live in Vancouver. Yeah. My first time in PEI will be when I go to start a life in PEI. And I kind of love that about me of just the just throw me in the deep end. Like I, yeah. I don't need to see it. Like put me there, I'll figure it out. For sure. That's super cool. It's adventure, you know, the adventure in you, which is neat. Yeah, like I'll, I'll like, let me just see it. It's fun though, because like that feature of yourself, other people can enjoy as well. Like, if you, you'd be the best guy to go on a vacation with to like the middle of fucking Germany. Cause you're like, we'll figure it out. It's gonna be fine. I've done this before. It's gonna be fine. Like, that's one thing I don't like. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, for sure. I know that about myself too. No matter where I land my feet, no matter if there's life there i'll be fine because i can talk you know once our mouths open we start talking to people it's like hey how's it going friendly my german is a little rusty though yeah we've talked about this on the podcast before kindergarten that's it that's (laughs) That's all i got um we got a couple emails this week um exciting no nobody knew so if you haven't yet emailed the podcast please uh please take the time and uh email us here it's a Two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Uh, so the first one's from the legend himself, Uncle John, aka referee Beeball. He goes, uh, Hey boys, good to hear that Tom is back on board. Nice pun with his job in Vancouver. Also, looking forward to our hockey pool. Can you send me any info in, uh, on the rules so I can prepare? And yes, referee Beeball will kick your ass. Question: If you guys got a tattoo and you may have one, where would you put it on your body, and what would it be? Keep up the great pods. Cheers, Uncle John. So I already emailed them about like what's coming on the uh, hockey pool front. So yeah. we should be expecting an email either this week or early next with a draft potentially for next weekend. Right. So I already told That's him cool. that, but he knows that. So you can take a. Uh, you can take his question and then I'll go afterwards if you like. Well, there's a couple things. Let me first say there's three tattoo options. One, can I guess one of them? There's one I want to see if I can guess right. Yeah. It's going to be on your neck with the two uh, initials on it. So you're going to get an SS tattoo on your <laughs> neck. 
I've, would have I've to explain to everyone before. that is Sean sides and not a Nazi propaganda. For sure. I feel like I'd be ducking fucking haymakers left and right if I got that tattoo. <laughs> like, oh, it's my initials. It's my fucking initials. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 it's been an ongoing like topic of discussion my whole life once people started getting tattoos and it was cool. But yeah, no, I'm probably not going to get that one. I think you should have easily guessed tattoo option number one. Boop, boop. I'm going to get a fucking com badge on my chest where they wear it in Star Trek. Yeah. Because that's an easy one and it'd be cool to have. I'm not going to regret having that too, tattoo and forever when people are like, hey, can you call such and such? I'll be like, yeah, sure. Boop, boop. And they'll be like, fuck yeah, off. But no one's going to see that unless you take off your shirt constantly for the hey, dumb bit. I will Burt Kreshner the shit out of that <laughs> if I have to. Um, <laughs> Start walking around shirtless all the time. Tattoo number two. Mm-hmm. Made in Canada on my ass. Nice. It would just be fun, you know, like I was made in Canada. So fair enough. Put that on your ass. Mm. Um, tattoo option number three is to get the sides family crest put on either my shoulder blade on my like my back here or on my upper left arm. Nice. Not too bad. I like those ideas. I sent you a picture of our family crest, but do we ever post that? No. Um, I don't think we did. We should take, take the initiative. Man, post it. About. Yeah, we'll do. I found it funny because on the very top of our family crest, there's a white tiger holding an arrow. And I never noticed that until years after I had trained in white tiger Kung Fu for six years. And I was like, huh, that's kind of fucking funny that it turned out that way on my coat of arms. So getting it like can kind of represent that path that I took at one point, as well as my family crest. It's a funny little quinky dink. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's Um, cool shit. So I already have two. Um, so I have my own little sides tattoo on my calf. So it's like a cool looking, like, I don't know, like pretty badass metal S with uh, arrows pointing up, down, left, right, like pointing to all sides. So I thought like, nice. I'm pretty proud of that. And then I get on my forearm, I got the uh, Deathly Hollows which I share with a, a friend of mine named Lael. We got matching tattoos like randomly one day in Edmonton. Um, but if I were to get a new one, like the dream tattoo that's costly that I really want to get and also requires me to have buff arms. So I'm going to have to like work on that. But there's this like fictional Tom tattoo that I've been toying with, like with the idea of years for years. So like I love pop culture, obviously. It's one of my like movies, TV, like I, I, I consume it all. And I think it'd be dope if I got some of the best fictional Thomases together for a sleeve tattoo. So people that have made the cut in my mind is uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Nice. Tommy the Power Ranger in both green and white uniform. Very sick. Tommy Pickles from Rugrats. Okay. Neo, a.k.a. Thomas Anderson from The Matrix. Right. Um, Voldemort, a.k.a. Tom Riddle. Nice. Tom Paris, William Thomas Riker. Super sick. Super sick. Um, Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocats and Chris Farley's Tommy Boy. Nice. So they're like, all pretty, pretty good. That would be a very sick sleeve if pulled off correctly. Yeah. So there's a tattoo artist in Edmonton that I follow on Instagram. It's uh, Tony Skleptic. So he does uh, really good portraits so if you want to follow him on instagram it's i think it's at tony skeptic tattoo 
um let me pull that up real quick so like actual followers of the podcast can see uh see what he does but he does amazing amazing portrait work for like just fandom of uh uh pop culture and nerd shit uh all the time so yeah it's tony sklepek that's pretty cool so tony s-k-l-p uh l-e-p-i-c tattoo so i'll probably share him on our story just a random picture of what he's done and then uh good idea uh people can follow him from there if you want to he does amazing amazing uh tattoo work and he's in edmonton so that would be a, a thing i'd have to fly in and take care of but yeah that's the idea right now that's interesting yeah that'd be an expensive one but very well worth it when it paid off and like yeah. for having that for the rest of your life to be like it's the toms and me yeah so i, like I think that, i think that's pretty good so uh and then uh, michelle and i are talking about getting matching tattoos of uh our father's signature so she wants oh, to put cool. hers on her wrist i'm thinking about maybe putting it somewhere different like somewhere i can see it more often so maybe like the side of my hand or something i haven't figured it out yet but it's, it's a thing that i would fly into edmonton to go do with michelle for sure yeah that's really cool yeah. obviously we'll talk but uh I would say like uh, maybe a, the size of a mandarin orange, two sides of the story would look pretty sick on both of us at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing that one of those, like something on the, on the side of the leg or something we can kind of claim fame to because we all yeah. got logo. We can put it anywhere we want. You know it. It's pretty yeah. cool, too. I'm just saying. No, I really. I, I have think you had any cool. fans of our? Have you had any fans of our show come up to you yet and show you the two sides of the story tattoo they got? that no but i would fucking lose my mind if that ever happened (laughs) you see it all the time where like random celebrities get accosted by fans going like i have your fucking face on my body and they just like why (laughs) yeah exactly but fuck, i would love it that'd be fucking cool yeah i'll be impressed i like my sleeve idea because i think it's both creative and it's like a very thomas thing to get yeah, I see that for sure. Yeah, so I think uh, like it's a it's a it's a thing I've been thinking about for a while, and I'd like to get it. I'd like to make it happen. Yeah, it would be very cool and very unique. Yeah, for sure. So, no, no uh, Tom Selleck. See, his name is Tom Selleck. That's his real name. I go for. Oh, but he's not a fictional character. Okay, exactly. I understand so, the rules better now. Yeah, yeah. I, I go through this, and people are like, "Well, what about Tom Cruise? Tom Hardy?" I'm like. Okay, again, these are real people. I want the characters that are yeah. named Tom, Thomas, Tommy. Like also, like oh, also, um, Mister Tumnus from Lion Witch and the Wardrobe. I know it's not a Thomas; it's Tumnus, but like I think he's close enough that he gets honorable it's mention. Pretty fucking close. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, no, that's definitely a cool idea, man. That looks sick. Yeah, especially when once you see the work that this guy can do, like I think. I think that uh, he'd be the guy to go to. I think it'd be really worth like having and doing. And then I know it's also like a conversational starter. It's like, is that Tommy Pickles with Tommy the Pounder? It's like, that's what's up. Yeah, let me tell you about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Great conversation starter. Exactly. Uh, so our second email is from our uh, our mystery writer. Um, so. He or she writes, good day, Mr. Sides and Mr. Sides. So I'm assuming it's me and then you. 
Uh, again, okay, great. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I said well, fair enough, and I laughed because that yeah. was fucking funny. Yeah. So it's, it's dear Mr. Sides and Mr. Sides. Uh, again, great episode this week. Tom, congrats on your uh, on the return to work in BC. You said you were hoping to transfer anywhere specific. Also, I don't think you've shared what exactly you do. Aviation. Sean, how is the dinner theater? And have you used your new toy yet? So again, she she typoed again with the in have you used it's your not used you new toy yet, but it's all right. You'll get there. Like I'm sure <laughs> grammar's not her best thing. I stumble on words all the time. It's fine. There's a reason why I'm calling her out on this. You'll see in a second. I can sense that me staying anonymous is bothering you guys a little bit. So let's clarify a few things. I am definitely team Tom. Suck it, Sean. And team wow. Sean. Suck at me. <laughs> Neither of you know me. At least I don't think you do. But I can say that I originally seen your podcast posted on a former social media and checked it out. I have listened to every episode to date. Yay me. <laughs> well, I fucking love you for that, by the way. Um, hint, I would like to stay That's anonymous. Awesome. Sorry? I said that's awesome. Continue. Yeah. Uh, hint, I would like to stay anonymous, and why not? You don't know me anyway, so it adds a little mystery to the show, don't you think? Question of the week. She's already asked like 17, but all right. Uh, Do we know th- she for sure? Are you I don't, she? honestly. I, I'm, I'm assuming based okay. on the uh, only based on tone and how this person writes, it's like a feminine energy, and I probably shouldn't assume this, but it's just I don't want to keep saying he or she all the time. So I'm just going to go with my imagination. Yeah. She won't tell us who she is. So until I'm into it until she does, you're a she until further notice. I like it. <laughs> Question of the week. What's your favorite kind of sandwich? What's your favorite Disney movie? Name a celebrity you think is lame and why? Hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Anonymous lover of two sides. Oh, P.S. Thanks, Tom, for calling me out on the spelling error. Cough, <coughs> asshole. Cough. Uh, <laughs> maybe you can find another this week. And I fucking did. It's <laughs> right at the fucking beginning. That's awesome. Bye-bye. That was a lot of little questions jammed in there. Hey, yeah. But you know what? I fucking before we get into this, I fucking love this. Like, me I'm too. cool with never finding out who you are. But like, if you keep this up and this fandom alive, like, like let's do something for you. Like, I'm not opposed to like getting this person a T-shirt or like one of the things that we do for the podcast and stuff. Like, I I love this. Like, like I love that we don't know who this person is. Yeah, I really love sure. that. Like, the fact that it's an outside to both of our like you know devoted friend circles that like listen to the podcast and all that. So I'm kind of cool with just like keep writing in. Um, please share the podcast with all of your loved ones. And, you know, uh, I'm so happy that we entertain you. Like, this is actually like a complete stranger that's entertained by our fucking yeah, nonsense. That's, that's really amazing. Cool. For it's sure. It's really amazing. Crazy that they've listened to every episode, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's we're doing this for a reason, not like for ourselves and for yeah. everyone else. But to have someone who's connecting with it is like, fuck, that's cool. And interacting yeah. with us, like, nonetheless. Yeah. And like, they're learning about us. Like, like, clearly they know more about us than we know about them. We're assuming a gender based on how they write an email. Yeah. What's cool about this, like, and we've talked about this in the past, these people like that listen to our podcast, 
they could come up to us and be like, hey, Sean, and like fucking hammer me with 45 things I said in the last episode and be like, how do you know me so well? And like, we'll be confused as shit, not going yeah. to it right away. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm like, hoping, do I know I, you from somewhere? Um, I, I've Googled the email. So I found out that it is an Edmonton based email based on the email address. I'm not going to give it out. I'm not no, going to say no, what no. it is. Yeah. But like, I did some Googling because I wanted to know if I did know you and you, you were just fucking with me or if you knew Sean, you were just fucking with him. Yeah. Turns out we don't know anything based on what that email address is. And if you ever see us bumming around the streets of Edmonton, fucking stop us. Like, yeah, no kidding. Picture or whatever. Like, I don't know. Like, this is cool. This is really yeah, cool. That is really cool. You're anonymous. You're making us feel like some couple of cool guys. Yeah. So I, I fucking love it. Uh, but uh, no, if you want like a shirt or something, I like, we love the support. Like you've been engaging us for three weeks now and, this is awesome. Um, so let's go with, I feel like we answered all the previous questions. Like, yeah, I'm in aviation. I, I work on the ramp at the airports. I'm not going to say for who, because I don't want that to bite me in the ass later. Yep. And you already answered about the dinner theater at the beginning of the pod. And uh, you haven't used your new uh, metal detector yet. So that kind of takes care of that nonsense, correct? For show. All right. And not nonsense. Like, I appreciate you asking yeah. questions and engaging us. I'm sorry. That was just a bad the nonsense thing. of like that part of the story. I got what you're saying. Yeah, I, think I know. I just don't want to. We have a fan now. The last thing I want to do is insult <laughs> them by saying their yeah. message is nonsense. <laughs> That's um, funny. And so, yeah, no, I'm keen. If you want to stay anonymous, that's fucking dope. Like, we'll we'll hook it up. Like, we'll figure out a way to get you a shirt without finding out who you are, I guess. I don't know how to do that. I mean, I can probably get you in touch with who distributes our shirt, and then we can just never find out who you are that way. If you want, like, if you that so route you want to go, I don't know. But yeah, I'm. We'll just, talk. We'll talk business. We'll talk. Yeah, send us another email. We'll talk about it. Um, and so we got the uh, three questions. So you want to start, Sean? Okay. Yeah, I'll start with sandwich because that sounds like a fun one. So. I don't like, I know there's like Monte Cristos and Cubans and uh, what's the one with Turkey clubhouse, you know, I don't per se order sandwiches often, but if I'm going to make a sandwich, that's like a fucking good sandwich. I'll give you a, a couple options, a simple ham sandwich, slash some lettuce, some jalapenos, some mustard, sriracha, you know, that cheese, that kind of sandwich, or like a super fancy bitch sandwich where I would take like, one of the best sandwiches I've ever had a guy I lived with uh, when I was 18 worked at Boston pizza and he brought home focaccia bread. It was like cut really thick mm-hmm. and then put a layer of pastrami on it. And then a layer of cheese, pastrami, cheese, pastrami, cheese, doused it a couple of the layers with hot sauce and then baked that sandwich in the oven for like half an hour, like open faced and then closed it. Still one of the best fucking sandwiches I've ever had in my life. So that's like, I like sandwiches. A, a sandwich where you put a little bit of love into it. It's one of my most favorite fucking things in this world. There isn't too many I don't like. Yeah. Um, do subs make the cut for sandwiches? Like, or are they on a different like level of their own? A what now? A sub. A sub? Yeah, I think a sub is a sandwich. Okay, so um, I love an Italian sub. So you, there's some spots I go to in LaSalle in Montreal that are just unreal. Like, 
Italians have it figured out when it comes to bread and meats and just like the one two punches of deliciousness. Uh, and Agreed. Cheeses. So I went to this place called uh, Marche Gianni. I got this porchetta sandwich. So I like porchetta usually all by itself, but usually it's pretty thinly sliced. But these were like these like thicker uh, pieces of pork with uh, like with like pieces of eggplant that have been like um, pickled, I think, with yeah, lettuce, right. tomato, cheese, a nice mustard on like a nice baguette bread. And it was just chef's kiss, delicious. So like I will go like out of my way for a nice Italian sub. Um, also honorable mention to like Momesso sausage sub or, um, or Bocce's, uh, just fully loaded meat sub. Like these things are just unreal. Um, if it's something I'm going to make at home, nothing beats a, um, grilled cheese sandwich with bacon. Mm. That's unbelievable at all times of the day. Like it doesn't matter if it's 6am one in the afternoon or like, 2.30 in the morning, you can have a grilled cheese. It's easy to make. They're fucking delicious. And you grilled cheese are bacon. delicious. I have to comment on your grilled cheese. I've never had one with bacon before. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, also, it's pretty tight is I like to get Montreal bagels, toast them for a little bit, make a fried egg while the uh, eggs at like the just the end uh, bits of uh, frying, put a piece of cheese so the cheese starts to melt, fry up like two, maybe three pieces of bacon. When the to- when the bread's done toasting, mayo, fried egg and cheese, bacon, salt and pepper, fucking bagel sandwich. Breakfast bagel sandwiches are the elite of the breakfast sandwich. I agree. They are delicious. You know what's another good version of that? Using a cheese bun instead of a bagel. Okay, but like we can agree that the elite level is that. Like it's not better. Like, you know what I mean? 50-50. It depends on the day. I will have words with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> is a montreal bagel different than an edmonton bagel stupid yes. question yes okay uh, night, night and day um there are some like great jewish communities that have come out with like they've like they have these small business like saint Vieter or places like that where the bagel is just the most delicious it it is a night and day treat i found a place near where i'm staying right now that but they do montreal style bagels so it's like a wood stove and all that stuff like it is a entirely different thing like you could taste like you'll taste the difference that's super cool yeah it's not like i'm not knocking a bagel you can get in edmonton but it's there ain't a lot of bagel options in edmonton to be honest like tim hortons you can get some at safeway that are half decent yeah it's not the same like that store-bought bullshit you gotta go to the place that like what they do is bagels yeah that would be awesome i bet yeah, you get a little everything bagel with all the action. Oh, unbelievable. Well, when you were telling me, like, uh, like I'm imagining a Tim Hortons style bagel and like the sandwich, that's so was like cheese bun bagel interchangeable because that's where I'm coming from at it. Yeah. But you're telling me there's a different level of bagel I'm yeah. unaware of. So, yeah. Well, one day we'll do like, we'll, you'll, you'll like, you'll do Montreal with me one day. That'd be and sick. like, we'll, we'll we'll uh we'll venture around on all the things that's been missing from your life and you'll oh, probably sure. come back weighing like 25 extra pounds but fuck <laughs> well deserved 25 extra pounds that'd be a great fucking weekend <laughs> yeah so i know that we weren't specific but we gave you some like decent sandwich options uh what's your favorite disney movie um i'll take this one first uh a goofy movie 
ever since I was a little boy, I fucking loved Goofy. He's silly and hilarious. The yuck, the like I have loved it ever since I was a child. And when they made a Goofy movie and a Goofy movie too, I love them. If we want to go the Pixar route a little bit, um, give me any Toy Story movie. I'll I'll love it. And I got a soft spot for uh, Monsters Inc. as well. But um, yeah, they hold up well. Goofy movie as under the umbrella of strictly Disney. I'm going, I'm going with that. Excellent. Well, Disney movies for me. uh, Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, You know, there's certain like ones to watch. Like when you're watching a Disney movie with a kid for the first time, like Bambi, fucking awesome to show a kid that movie. Like I remember showing Kieran's son Bambi and it was like such a fun moment. Lion King was like, I think I was seven or eight when it came out and I got to go to the theater and watch it a bunch of times when it was a brand new out. So that one will always have a soft spot in my heart. But what is it with you where like the main character's parents die? Yeah, both those ones. Hey, Batman, too. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like you just picked those two and just like and you thought it was like a wonderful experience to watch with a child. Now watch. You have a mother and watch. <laughs> it's gonna die. Oh, look, That's you funny. have a father that loves you. Guess what happens when your father loves you? He gets murdered by his uncle. Oh, who am I? Uncle Sean. Look out, Kieran. <laughs> it was so funny watching Bambi with Xavier because me and Kieran were sitting there, and you know, every kid should see that movie once because yeah. it's a classic. But he was like watching and he was maybe four years old, and you hear him go kept making that sound over and over again as he was seeing his mom get slaughtered. And you're just like, man, like, it's so cute to watch this from a kid's perspective. Like, you just so invested in the story at that point, you know what I mean? And it was like innocence to watch a child watch that movie for the first time. That's fair. Uh, it's very fair. Um, so the final question is a celebrity you think is lame and why? You can take lead off on this one. Uh, the first name that popped into my head immediately was Jimmy Fallon. <sighs> Ooh, that is a good pick. Well, see, I want to, I, I agree with you, but then, like, let's look at Jimmy Fallon, like his life in general, yeah. because I don't think so. Like, he's best friends with Justin Timberlake, right off, like, right there. Fucking awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He was a SNL cast member. And then, if you heard the time that, like, of the SNL 40 year after party where he ended up having to just, bring musicians on stage for a jam sessions, which include Paul McCartney, Paul Simon, uh, Taylor Swift, Prince, like a who, a Jay-Z, like a who's who. Hell, they even had Bill Murray on timbre fucking rain. Like, it is crazy to me that he just gets himself involved in that stuff. Yeah, the like, pull that he has to do that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, so I, as much as I see that his show is very vanilla, his life must be pretty fucking dope for sure i just personally think he's lame like he over laughs at his own jokes like overboard where you're like hey man like move on it's not that fucking funny like and i he's just enjoying life and i'm not trying to shit on him but it's just when i think of lame celebrities that are like and i don't even i don't know i just put him in that box like when did when did jimmy fallon change his name because he his name used to be chris Catan, right and then he changed it or no you're thinking about two separate people Oh, okay. Is this Pretty a bit? fucking close. 
I'm just fucking around. Like Night okay. at the Roxbury, Chris Kattan, yeah. him and fucking Jimmy Fallon are interchangeable to me. Jimmy Fallon just pulled the gold ticket to go see Willy Wonka and got on that fucking talk show. But okay. if Chris Kattan had done it, I could see that reality existing as well. Yeah, Chris Kattan was a little more out there. Like I liked him on SNL because I like and liked a bunch of the characters he did. Yeah, I did like a Night at the Roxbury. I can laugh at Corky Romano. Um, he kind of disappeared after. Yeah, that. he kind of disappeared. I, and that's an unfortunate thing. Like I think about like sixty to seventy percent of SNL cast members make it, but like some of them just don't. You just don't see you again. Yeah, I'm gonna change this a little bit. Like I'll, I would ask you yours too, but it's just another actor came to mind who's lame, but I it works for him, and it's I fucking like the guy. And he's funny, Paulie Shore. I don't know if you recall any of his yeah, movies from yeah. the '90s. That guy is fucking. He's in so a goofy lame. movie. Yeah, he is. And like I love Goofy Movie too. I I owned it on VHS, played the shit out of it. So I I enjoyed most of the stuff Polly Shore did back in the day. He's fucking lame, but I like him. Okay, I can I can go with that. Like, I oh, I recently watched what was his Army movie he did in the Army now. Yeah, so I watched that one and like does it hold up? It did. Nice. I thought it was pretty funny. I like, and then like he shows up in Goofy Movie where he takes he doesn't take credit. He doesn't even give his real name, but he's the voice of uh. Max's buddy that likes cheese. Oh, yeah. it's the leaning tower of cheese. You Good heard his buddy. voice the second you turned it on. It was like obvious it's probably sure. Yeah. But um he's still doing like stand-up comedy. His mom ran the comedy store and she passed away like last year or the year before. Um, Shit, I didn't know that that was his mom. I never put that yeah. together. That like what's the what's her name? Fitzy? Mitzi Shore. Mitzi Shore, shit, I never put that together. I knew that it, his parents had something to do with it, but I never realized that Mitzi was the woman. Yeah, that's fucking funny because I've heard so many stories about her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I see. Like, this is why I think you're kind of a little bit off the beaten path because if you look at how these people live their actual lives and what goes on behind the characters of like what their persona is, but I can see why. Like, I, I think they're good answers of like if you take them at point blank yeah they are lame okay chris pratt is fucking lame too and let's hear yours i i want you to go into detail on why you think chris pratt is lame because i don't think <laughs> you're justified on this either i just like he's the same shtick over and over and over again and i'm tired of it no he's not he's he the went same from fucking, lovable buffoon to action star so right he's over the same there guy in every movie that i've seen him in he's the exact same fucking jurassic park and guardians of the galaxy same fucking guy i've seen two movies Two movies, Sean. There's like two. four or five of them, maybe six altogether. Yeah, but he's literally playing the same character in five or four of those fucking movies. Like that's not a fair assessment. It's just wearing thin on me. I find him fucking lame, and I wouldn't want to hang out with him unless he was paying. I would love to hang out with Chris Pratt. I would go fishing with that man any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I so I feel like we're gonna disagree. Who I find are lame are the Hollywood actors that take themselves. Uh, too seriously okay example so like i feel like vigo mortensen although he is a montreal canadians fan i feel like he would be a dull hang okay um i think michael moore is just like i understand that he's a bit of an activist but i feel like he takes himself way too fucking seriously that's fair i I feel like he'd be annoying yeah, like I just like that kind of stuff makes me not want to hang out with people. Like I think that makes them like lame. You know, like the I'm a thespian. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, like Full who show. Patrick Stewart was, 
when he got into TNG because he was a serious actor and like theater actor yeah yeah and just just like I am a thespian and then he was then like the cast of TNG broke him and went like we can have fun here right like this is like we make pretend for a living don't take yourself too fucking seriously for sure yeah so right off that bat like I think uh anyone like anyone you kind of see in Hollywood have just like taken like a big fucking stance on things and just not living their life I think are kind of like if you're helping out the world, like I was going to say Sean Penn, but the Sean Penn kind of makes the world a bit better with the work he does in Haiti and all that stuff. So I don't want to shit on him too much, but I like, I hear interviews with that guy and I just think, all right, buddy, like, cool. Just, (laughs) all right. Like, and that's what it is. It's just cool. Like, I don't, like I need, I like, I want more razzle dazzle. Like you make pretend for a living. You make people like laugh. You you bring joy to the world. Like with what you do. Like have have like a personality. Like you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I know what you're saying for sure. Like you don't need to be like edgy. I don't know. Yeah, so that's kind of where I land. Um, if we were gonna go talk show host, I think uh, Corbin, whatever his name is, James Corbin. Yeah, the James English Corbin. Guy. I think it's my like he's probably the lamest one out of the the five. That's fair. Um I can see that. I like Jimmy Kimmel. He's fucking funny. Yeah, I'm a big Conan O'Brien guy myself. Yeah, I can't really do him much, but he is kind of funny. I just never I, watched it religiously. I think there's a genius to his level of comedy. Yeah, I can anyway, see that for sure. Uh so I yeah, that kind of does it. Like you give me a celebrity that just takes himself too fucking seriously. Like, I, but I feel that way in life as well. Like, if you take whatever you're doing, like, I understand that there's serious moments in life. I'm not like stupid. Yeah. Like, I can, there are times to be serious and professional. There's also like, it's allowed to have fun. Like, if yeah. you are this straight laced person all the fucking time, then how do you, like, how do you live? Like, it's that's just, hard to be around. Yeah. It's really hard to be around. So I can't. So if I get that vibe that you are just, I am serious all day long, all day, every day, then that's where I take issue or, or would deem them to be lame. Yeah. I can feel that for sure. Good questions. Yeah. Great questions. Um, I'm going to start calling you Adam, not Adam, but Adam short for anonymous. I like it. Or would you rather must? I like the idea of that. Or Ooh, a how about, like, how, sorry to cut you off, but what about no. mini short for mini mouse or mini mus? <laughs> if we could make it work, let's go with mini because that's like, or yeah. I don't know, or we or we do like a unisex name like Charlie. Ooh, okay, could be okay. a girl, could be a boy. All right, so we're just gonna name you Charlie. I'm cool with that. Email yeah. us, tell us what you think. What do you think your name should be? If what you're gonna, because <laughs> I don't want to call you anonymous listener or mystery listener, that's a bit of a mouthful. I hope they come back at us and they're like, I'd like it to be Ace, please. You can call me Nighthawk. Like we talked about. <laughs> Dragon. Yeah. I am Flapjacks now. Look at me. Look at me. I am the Flapjacks. That'd be great, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I I think that does it for the uh, for the emails there. That uh, like I'm happy that people are writing in. Granted, it's like, you know, the same kind of few, but fuck. Uh, 
the Nighthawk, Flapjacks, uh, Charlie, I'm happy you keep writing in. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. If you want to get a shirt or something, we'll talk. Like, uh, I, appreciate happy, yeah, the, I, sure. I appreciate this level of support. Like, hit me or Sean up on the email or on the gram or, or sure. wherever you want to reach your local podcaster. And we'll make this happen. And to all of our other listeners who see how devotely we answer these questions, fucking shoot us an email. Two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. You don't have to even ask a question. You can just email in, just be like, hey guys, it's me. I just want to say hi. Uh, happy to be on the podcast. <laughs> we okay, would love great. to get those two, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So uh by all means, hit us up. It's uh two sides of the story pod at gmail.com, or you even hit us up on our Instagram at two sides of story pod. And like we look at messages on there. If provided you're not a bot, we will not ignore your messages. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. So Sean, yes. We're recording this on the 30th. So there's two things I want to get into here, but we are right around the corner from spooky season. Now I know that you got your own place. Do you do a big hubbubaloo for Halloween or like like we have like we well, I don't do parties usually. Well, I have buddies who do parties. Usually I don't do Halloween, but we do hand out candy. And like we used to decorate the house. We've kind of let it die now, like COVID last year. And now given that we only ever average between two and five kids a night is like, okay, like, fuck. It's, it's just annoying. Like West Ed's so close. You know what I mean? And every parent seems to think that it's better if they take their kids to West Edmonton Mall than house to house. You know what? I had never seen that before until I lived in Edmonton. Like kids yeah, go trick-or-treating at the local malls. It blows yeah. my fucking mind, actually. Like, it, I mean, it's so stupid. And it's like, it just bothers me, but it's like super popular. And kids like it because they go from store to store and get deep. Like, I don't know. It, it, yeah. I, I would never take like my kid to do that. Yeah. I, I It is a weird thing like i was one of the first halloween i had in uh, edmonton i was at the uh oh what's that mall right off of the white mud um, southgate yeah i was at southgate mall and i'm just watching kids I, I, like i went to a stranger i was like is this what you do here do, do you guys not go <laughs> house to house like i'm sorry i'm not from edmonton can you can you break this down and like get away from me stranger but i'm like no, no, I want to learn. Like, what's up here? Like, this is yeah. ridiculous to me. And I, I'm going to start asking questions around Vancouver because, like, for sure, I don't know if that's the case. Like, I still see, like, there's less and less kids all the time. But I think that has to do with people not moving. So, like, their kids have aged out. 100%. People still live there. There's a couple neighborhoods in Edmonton, like even uh, Kieran's neighborhood's a newer neighborhood and they get lots of kids. And like people know that, that like where there's a lot of kids in newer, newer schools, Summerside's another one in Edmonton, an area where it's like really popular, lots of people decorate and stuff like that. But my neighborhood, like we put up Halloween lights, like I said, a bunch of years. We were the only house on our entire city block and then almost an entire city block down the next block is where the next house had a couple decorations up. So as a kid, you're like, this is fucking shit territory for trick-or-treating. There's nobody fucking yeah. handing out candy. So I get that too, why we don't get many, right? Yeah, that's kind of heartbreaking. Uh, like, I always lived in apartments, and, like, when I lived in an apartment, like, I didn't see a point in, 
Like yeah. Who, who does trick or training in an apartment? I, I don't. I don't even know what the protocol is for that. Right. For sure. When my dad lived in the trailer park, there he had kids like crazy that would come by. He'd have eighty yeah. kids in a night, and yeah. that was so much fun handing out candy there. One day I like to big league the rest of the neighborhood and just get like the right re- like regular size chocolate bars and just be like, that's what's up. Like I got Yeah, no shit. I'm yeah, the cool guy around here. Yeah, yeah like just full size chocolate bars. Like I mean business. You just get For like, sure. like two, three, four boxes of different chocolate bars and just be like, boop, boop, boop. Carry on, kids. Yeah. I always enjoy doing that too. If the older kids, I'd always make them sing or do a dance because that's part of the fucking fun. I remember when I was like 13 and some woman decided I was too old. I'm like, I dressed up, man. It's not like, you know, what pisses me off about that. Let me, I got a lot to fucking say about that. At least the fucking kids not out vandalizing shit or doing drugs or drinking or doing other crazy shit. They're there fucking trick or treating. Give them a goddamn candy, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, I don't need your lecture on how you think I should live my life. Like I, I did what I needed to do to get candy. Yep. You do what you need to do to give me candy, which is, Give it to me. Being I a candy it. police officer, like, sorry, you're not allowed to have joy in your life. Go yeah. home. Like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah, like, I don't need you. Like, You should have like, thrown an egg at their fucking house. I've never done that, like, once in my life. I felt yeah, like, that's probably like, for the best. Yeah, but I like that was a place that should have gotten it. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I did say to Crystal, like, you were talking about Halloween and, you know, October just about birthing onto us. I actually said to her the other day, I was like, I would like to have a Halloween October this year. She's like, what do you mean? I would like to watch scary movies. I want to watch some scary movies this October. I'm behind. There's like an R.L. Stein you were telling me about on yeah. Netflix. There's a yeah. bunch of new like horror movies that look decent, horror shows that are out there I haven't I, seen. I like... think you're on my Amazon Prime, right? Yes. I have the Shutter channel. So if you want to just peruse that, that is a channel strictly with horror movies. Interesting. Yeah, it's time. It's been a while. I was into that shit a lot when I was younger. It's been a while. I know, so like a few Halloweens ago, I watched all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, all Sweet. eight of them. And I went on this tangent before of on the podcast. Yeah, they only get worse. Like, <laughs> like, like they don't get better. But fuck, no. there's like they were worth like they're worth seeing all of them once. Like, and like they're classics in that sense. Like they. You know, they define a genre, right? So, like, For I sure. recommend the Halloween movies. I personally, I like the, the original John Carpenter one is amazing. The new ones that have been coming out, well, that are like John Carpenter esque and they have Jamie Lee Curtis in them again. I really enjoy that. I'm excited to see Halloween Kills in theaters. Like, I can't wait to see it. Is it like this year? Do you know? Yeah. It's oh, out. I want to, oh, I want to see that too. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, but you can see like the recent Halloween that came out. Um, I personally, I love the Rob Zombie Halloweens. I like Rob Zombie movies. They were uh, good, yeah. Uh, just you know, just have fun with it, man. Like the 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 Fear Street movies that the R.L. Stein ones. Those are the ones, those, yeah. Those are fun. Those are like they're fun movies. Like I like. Sweet. Um, and then there's the the um, the haunting of Hill House and the haunting of whatever the fuck, and then Midnight Mass just came out on Netflix. Okay. Like those are all like TV series that they use similar actors for all of them. Right. Those would be interesting. Those are those are good little horror shows. Like if you want to get into the series and stuff. Yeah, I might just Stranger Things is out again. Two season four is out this month, I think. Is no, it? it's out next year, man. Oh, for fuck me. Twenty twenty two, son. Oh Jesus! I thought first I just keep seeing advertisements because the trailer came out, and I just yeah. assumed that it would be. A I'm, I'm so stoked for it, but 
like i i don't even know where they go at this point like yeah I, i'm excited to see like well, what do we know so like i thought like the gateway is closed and then you think harper's dead but oh, hopper's dead but uh, he's off in russia just hanging out at the gulag yeah so i'm very curious to see where that goes it's yeah. a good show yeah so there's some there's some cool stuff to get into um, also today, uh, being the 30th and all, I want to get into this a little bit. It's the, uh, truth and reconciliation day, um, where we got the, like, to remember the like native children that were, uh, killed in those godforsaken schools. I don't even know what they're called. Like residential schools, residential yeah. schools. It is a disgusting thing that happened in history. And like, like I don't have like a, a personal story, but when I was living in Labrador, like locals that lived on the the reserve there of the town of Sheshashi, they had to build a new school because parents would refuse to take their kids to school because of the horrible atrocities that happened to these places. And it's a disgusting thing that happens in Canadian history. And it, I only hope that, like uh, again like a thing like this never happens again i want to see some apologies done by canadian government and catholic For sure. church at the end of the day like i have to say this too while you're on this topic like yeah. i've heard people try to defend it in certain ways i don't give a fuck any argument what was going on at the time they were fucking children they were yeah. children and we need to like fucking pay respect yeah. to that and remember that and never fucking let it happen yeah. ever again you know and, and it's not like this was like hundreds of years ago either. Like, no, this is like, until... this is like one or two people ago. Yeah. Like this is uh, like our parents generation or for sure. Even our grandparents generation. This is awful atrocities. And... I know someone who attended a residential school in Alberta mm-hmm. and they don't have very nice things to say about it either. So, no, it's like, you know, and it's like, that's someone I'm talking to speaking to who lived through it. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, fucked up. yeah, like we cover up a whole bunch of like, histories and stuff like we talk about how people came to explore canada and develop a country but we don't talk about the genocide that went with it for sure and And it's it's so important to remember and talk about this kind of thing because if we don't we might repeat it you know what i mean and it's i don't know like what the fix is in canada for all this kind of shit is to be honest but we're just gonna have to try to get through it together with understanding and kindness you know and I don't mean to bring down the podcast at all. And, and we've had like a lot of laughs this episode, but it, yeah. it is like, like you said it before, we are a, a Canadian content podcast. Like this yeah. is what we are. And to not address it on a day like today, like I know I'm not wearing orange right now and uh, shame on me, but to, to be honest, I didn't pack yeah. orange shirts and I should go out and get one. I just, life is the way it is, but uh, it is a, it is an issue that like, like i care so much about and i oh, for sure i i have i have friends that are affected by this i like i spent a lot of time in sports playing with uh people of native heritage and all that stuff and it and it i'm exploring the country the way i have I've just made friends all over the nation that were affected by these atrocities and it's never talked about it's not uh, it is a disgusting thing in our history that we kind of just ignore where kids were taken from their parents to give them white people values and it's not right and i'm hoping that that's a thing like i i just want to address it i want to talk about it a little bit and i don't want to be the preaching white guy going like this is what i did this week 
this is my good my good caucasian thing this week no this is just a thing from the heart i um i just as human beings yeah as human beings only you know what i mean it's like it's fucking horrible that's all i I can say about it too right i know that i'll be going out this week to just go you know find a local person to go get myself the every child matters shirt just so that money goes to a cause for if uh, families or these people and all that um you know uh, I just I haven't got to do it yet due to circumstance, but it is a thing that I'm passionate about, and I only want this to go forward as a, sure. a, a, a like a learning curve. And I'm happy that it's become a federal day because we all need to, like if we have to remember the fallen soldiers on Remembrance Day on September 30th, we should remember or feel for the children that lost their lives due to just terrible handling of just awful people doing awful things to people that are different. Yeah. No, there's no, like, I, it's a hard one to even talk about just because it pisses me the hell off and it should have never happened. It had no need to ever happen. And it sucks when these things, you know, obviously our ancestors came here, you know, at some point and I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say yeah. there. It no, baffles no. me a little, you know what I mean? How that kind of shit happens. Yeah. And like we, Again, it's a hard thing to carry because it's not like you and I are those kinds of people. No. Um, right. And- I had to explain like some of this shit to a friend recently. Like he was asking about homelessness and like all different things that he's seen since he's come to our country and why it happens. And then when this situation came to the news, like what had happened, he was like, like, why, what the fuck? Like, how does this happen? And I was like, man, like, I didn't really even hear about it until I met someone who'd lived through it yeah. and it's needs to change. It needs to be a part of the conversation yeah. that people learn about. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it needs to be respected for what it is. It's a fucking atrocity and you should have remember these atrocities, you know what yeah. I mean? So that they don't get repeated. Like I said earlier. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I did a lot of work with like local natives this summer and I like summers before I did a lot of work for them just, you know, like building shit, creating like nothing, you know, nothing humanitarian, but just like working. Uh, but, you know, you hear stories and like, you know, th- one thing that uh, it disgusts me about our past is somehow a group of people decided that they were better than another. And then they yeah. just abused everybody else. And I don't know. I don't know how those thoughts ever gotten started. For sure. It's a, it's a tough one. When you look back at history, the English were, and like the big powers of the time, they did that, not just here in other countries too. You know what I mean? And it's crazy that we're looking back through history, the things that aren't that far in our history that happened, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But hopefully moving forward as a society, we'll find ways to ensure that these things will never happen again. And I hope like, you know, going forward, we find places to go where we can show our support and just, you know, unite communities and, you know, they're, you know, we're, we're in this together. Doesn't for sure. Like we're in at the end of the day, like be kind to your people, be kind to the people you meet, be kind to the people you see, you know what I mean? It's, part of what being Canadian is, is we're known as being kind and we need to get that back. You know, there's a dirty mark that's been put on Canada and as a people, all of us, we can fix it together. Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't know. We can like fix what it's been done. I know we can fix is the wrong word. You know what I'm talking about. We can grow, we can move forward. We can grow. And then 
Like yeah. you and I have talked about it before. One of our favorite parts about this country is that we are a melting pot. There is no definition on being Canadian. It's just you live here, you you you're Canadian. You are one of us. It doesn't matter yeah. what color your skin is or what your story is. But we also have to remember that like the natives were uh, or I'm hope I'm using the right word. I I hope I'm First correct Nations. Again. First Nations. Yeah. Forgive me. Uh, forgive my ignorance. But um, like with the First Nations, like they were here first until someone decided, let's go exploring. And then we were going to be like, that's cool that you guys live there. That's fucking ours now. Yeah. I think. Yeah, there's a lot of humanity. Like, you don't have to look far into human history to find fucking brutality. That's for sure. It's and just that's sad. like five people ago. Like, it's disgusting. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Like, looking at things in perspective yeah. like that. Yeah. So. I, I don't want to bring down the podcast at all, but I would be remiss if we didn't talk about it, especially today of all days. Yeah, no, uh, I'm into it. Yeah. It's good to talk about shit. Yeah. So we don't get real very like I we're real all the time, but we don't like always talk about heavy shit sometimes when it's going on, but it's good to yeah. talk about this kind of yeah. thing. Right. And, no, exactly. So I wanted to put something at least out there that, you know, I don't know. I, I, it was important to me that we talked about it and I, it seems like it's important to you so that I'm, I'm happy Very much we're so. on the same page. Important to me, a lot of friends and a lot of family that I have personally, you know, yeah. and you obviously. Yeah. We're no, related. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, on a happier note, I have been deep diving deep space nine. Have you? Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I think Bashir is probably the best characters ever written in Star Trek. He is my favorite. Um, I was going to enter a debate of like, who do you think is the smoothest man in the galaxy, him or Riker? But he's not smooth. He's not smooth. He's not. What he is, is that he's charming. He's the most charming man in the galaxy. (laughs) He plays it so well, though. Like he's an aloof charmer. Yeah. You know, where he like fucks things up a little yeah. bit, but still comes off with charm at the end of the conversation. I, I love the dynamic between him and O'Brien because O'Brien can't fucking stand him. Yeah. He's kind of growing on him and all that. They um, wrote that very well, the best friend relationship. Um, I do find everybody else is the grumpiest fucking character in Star Trek ever. <laughs> like, I don't understand. They got a whole bunch of grumpy. Like, Cisco's, Cisco's a badass but he's a grumpy man. He is fucking angry all the time. Odo, the, he's the exact definition of a curmudgeon. Holy Wait fuck. Wait till Worf gets there. What is Worf known as being chipper and cheery? No, he's not. And I'm kind of like, <laughs> I texted you while watching. It's just like, holy fuck. Like, what's Odo and Worf going to be like together? You're just going to be like, we should kill this guy. I agree. Oh, fuck. So I was on, on board with my ideas now. Amazing. <laughs> Like, I like the lightness of like some of the characters. Like we talked about a little bit, Quark, and he adds lightness. Dax, she yeah. adds lightness. And even Quark yeah. is a little bit grumpy. Like even like yeah, Quark's you're not wrong in ways. Side. Like he treats his brother Brom like garbage. Yeah, uh, like he's only in it for the money, except for like a recent episode that I saw that Quark had love at one point. Like so, he's yeah. capable of like love. He, uh, he's a complicated character. You'll you'll get to like him more as the series moves on. I'll say. And then. Um, uh, and I love Dax. She's cool. What a cool like character yeah. idea. Hey, I, I I do like the trill. Although I'm always reminded of the trill of the villains from uh, Animorphs. Okay. So I'm not sure if you remember from the show or books, but 
I can't remember the name of the the aliens that they were against. I want to say they were slurgs, but I could be making this up. Okay. But those are little tiny insects that enter and take over the brain of other human beings. Oh, interesting. Kind of like the same idea of the trill, but this is a choice and you, and it's a deep honor within this society. And like, it's different, like it's different. Like, like the, the, those little alien things aren't trying to create more and like, they're not trying to take over bodies. Right. Yeah. The, this is how we survive kind of thing. For sure. It's an interesting, like, uh, take on things. Right. Yeah. It's a team effort uh, to create a society. It could, it, and how the trill work is just, uh, it, I'm really happy to get into it. Uh, I, I'm liking, I'm liking the, the Bajorans, but again, Bajorans as a nation for like, what was uh, a art and, uh, like a planet of the arts has become a planet of the wars due to what uh, their Cardassians did not to be confused with the Cardassians, but I'm sure they would be equally angry. Yeah. Um, but uh, so it's turned them into this like war ridden place. And like, so like it, just the theme of deep space nine to me is grumpiness. Yeah, it really is. It's, yeah. it's the darkest incarnation of star Trek we'd ever seen at its time. Yeah. And uh, I texted you a, a video that was, uh, of me watching D Space Nine, and I was excited. Oh, I was <laughs> excited when I saw this. So there we are. And then Cisco uh, goes, "Get me Admiral Chakotay." I'm like, "Fucking Chakotay is an admiral? What <laughs> the fuck? This is like two years before Voyager. How does this even happen?" And then it's just some random guy that happens to be named Chakotay. And I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck?" So I wanted to know if there was just like a name that they just really liked, and they just went, "No one's gonna remember this. We're Star Trek fans. We remember fucking everything." Oh yeah, and I, like I'm trying to think like the exact runtime because I think Voyager ran longer than DS9. I know they ran concurrently at the same time. But yeah. maybe Deep Space Nine was out first and they just threw that Chakotay in and then they were like, oh, fuck, we're, we're going to use that as the main character's name. It's a fucking cool-ass name. Yeah, it's a cool-ass fucking weird. name. Well, like, I know that Deep Space Nine started in 93 and ended in 99, I think. Yeah, I think that's Which makes great. sense because that's when uh, Armin Shermanman, however. Shimmerman. Yeah. Becomes the principal in Buffy. Yeah. Um, if I look up Voyager, I think it started in 95. Ran um, to 2002 then. I think it went from 2005 to... Why won't it tell me when it ended? I think it, it must have ended in 05. Yeah, must have. But anyways, yeah. What, so, what, go on. I was just going to ask, uh, like carrying on with the conversation in a sense any standout episodes we were like that was a fucking good episode um season two has been like pretty fucking standout like there's the how it begins with that uh uh uh, bajoran civil war kind of thing and then they're getting weapons from their cardassians but not knowing that they're getting weapons from the cardassians um it's like the circle like that that kind of stuff uh, I thought was a dope episode, a series of episodes. Um, there's the one where uh, Cisco and O'Brien go to this like planet where people crash landed, but then they uh, somehow were able to disable all technology on it. So they've been like, there's there, there's been some standout episodes. Like 
I don't know why I was so hesitant to go and venture off to the other Star Trek series. I guess because like I liked Picard and I liked TNG, and I just to venture off to. Uh, it's a Star Trek thing. Whatever Star Trek you birth into, you have to shit on the other ones, yeah. unless you can like grow past it and get into it, and then you're like, "Oh my god, it's all good." See, 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 that's the thing. Like, why didn't I have this thought process beforehand of just all I wanted was more space adventure within Starfleet because I love this idea. Like, yeah. the, the, both of them, and like because both of them are so different. Like, oh yeah, yes, yes. Like at their core, they're explorers and they want to do a thing. But they have uh, they have a service of duty. So TNG was the flagship sh- uh, the flagship uh, space vessel exploring the galaxy and what uh, like what would be great adventure. And then yeah. you go Deep Space Nine, which is we are also a peacekeeping uh, uh, delegation, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, exactly. And we are here to try and create. A peaceful spot for this uh, that for this planet that has been enslaved for so long. Yeah, and to grow relations with this planet. Yeah, Um, and then we got uh, we we got the um, Voyager, which is more space adventure, but it was an accident. What happened to him? And it starts off pretty strong, where two rival factions, Starfleet and the Maquis, have to work together to get home. And then they make this deal of we'll have you, we'll feed you and all that stuff. But as long as you, you're here, you are Starfleet. It's all such good pieces to the puzzle. And you'll see like around the time that Voyager is entering, you'll, you kind of feel the vibe. I think it's season one or season two. I can't remember, but they have like a two parter about the Maki. I'm I it's the end of season two. That is the episodes I'm just about to hit. Like Sick. I am flying through this. I'm on like episode 20 of season two, and it's entitled The Maquis. And I, I'm nice. excited to see where this is going because so did you just watch Paradise? Is that the one you were talking about with um Cisco and O'Brien where they go to the planet and it's like controlled by the woman with the red hair? Yeah, I watched that was a few episodes ago. That but was yeah, pretty so good episode. That's intense. a great episode. Yeah. Um, the one where Quark's ex, who is a Cardassian, is on the run from, because uh, she's a she wants like Cardassia to thrive, yeah. Uh, but as a, dem- a democratic uh, planet, like I thought that was an unbelievable episode. Like here I am, just like going like, why haven't I watched this? And it begs like a question to me of, um, if you could be any alien species that we've seen in Star Trek so far which would you want to be that is such a tough question there's like if you could be a trail that has a symbiote that's been alive for 300 years you get all that information being on sorry forgive my question it's not like uh if you could be like like if you were to go through like the makeup process so you're sean sides an actor or character so you have to go through the makeup process it depends. Like, if I'm just in a one episode, I would want to go like mourn, mourn level shit. Okay. That's but bad. if you know, like, go full fucking, you don't even know it's me kind of thing. Yeah. But if I was gonna be in every episode, I'm like, give me a rippled nose like a Bajoran, give me a few spots like a trill. Yeah. I'll fucking be a human. Fuck it. Let's just be yeah. human. So you would just want to be a part of it. Like, I think being like, um, I think being a Ferengi would be so much fun. We're too like, tall. 
sure we are a little bit too tall you got to be on the shorter side of things yeah. but that's a big fucking ferengi yeah um there the another one i really like is with uh dax and the klingons when they go out for vengeance that's a wicked i've I've rewatched that one all the time it's a hell of a good one great like um you know those are all guys from the original series too right are they really those are all kang koloth and uh just watched it too i watched it this morning yeah kang koloth and the other guy i fucking forget his name i feel bad right now they were all act the same actor. They all played Klingons in the original series. Oh, that's awesome. I love it so when you, they do that stuff. So you can like go back and watch these guys in the 60s with their like shitty Klingon makeup. And now they're like full Klingons again. That's Man, awesome. that bothers me. Kang, Koloth, and fuck. Anyhow, I'll figure it out. Yeah. The with like I'm having a lot of fun watching this series. Um, it's getting four. so good. I'm so four. jealous. You're man, Cortos, huh? Kang, Koloth, and Cortos. That sounds right. Yeah, Cortos. Yeah, it just, it's just like it's just a, a great show. And uh, I'm just like, I love that it's a space station, like, it's a day in the life of a space station. Um, does Cisco ever get the rank of captain in the series? Like during the series, not... Spoil, spoiler alert. Yes. Okay. Eventually. Cause like, I know that he's part of like the documentary, the captains, but like yeah. if he's in it and he's like a commander, like you didn't make the fucking cut buddy. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now. And I've said this to many people who have been telling when there's less hair on the top and more on the face, that fucking show gets lit. Yeah. Um. Also the one where Cisco falls in love, but like, it she's like a projection from another being and like they can't be uh awake at the same time and they are yeah they're also unaware of one another that's kind of a mind fuck episode yeah it was uh but that was a great episode like there's just good episode after good episode and i get that it's just space adventure like like and then the one with um q when he comes back with uh uh with uh the doctor Vosh. Vosh, yeah that yeah. was awesome. Like that was awesome. Uh, Wicked tie into TNGs, right? Like some of them. Yeah, and I I want to see. Like I hope there's more uh, crossover, but I know that TNG kind of ends uh, soon within the series. I think season two, is, I think, is the last year of TNG. I think it ended. Yeah, that's about right. So all that, but I gotta say, like I'm having a blast watching this stuff. It Good. makes it, it also makes me like miss like Star Trek. So now like. I might go rewatch TNG or I might go watch some of the TNG movies. It has that effect, man. Don't like now that you're feeling this like energy about it, fucking Enterprise is waiting for you too. It's there too. Four seasons. It's fucking there too. And there's some really good ones. Yeah. So, but I want you to do something for me though. mm -hmm. This is like a Sean recommends. We haven't done a Sean recommends in a while. Fucking text me after you watch like a great episode when you're like, man, that was a fucking good episode because I want to talk about it more in depth than just like here being like point bulletin. Okay, Thomas watched fucking 40 episodes already. (laughs) These are my quick highlights. I'm like, you're fucking robbing me of this conversation with you along the way. When you watch a good ass episode, you fucking text me and be like, man, I I will tell you this. Once we get off, uh, once we're done recording the podcast this week, like I am going full maquis i'm watching like that's a part one so you know i'm gonna go to the part yeah. two and i'm just oh, yeah. that's how the season ends so For like sure. if they're going with the like the maquis i like 
that's I'm fucking down. Yeah, it's good to hear part of that story, given that we saw another side of it with Voyager and yeah. even TNG. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I'm fucking uh, stoked. Like I, I've always like ah, Deep Space Nine. Who wants to hear about a day in the life of a space station? And <laughs> apparently, I fucking do. Like I didn't realize how much <laughs> I fucking love it. And uh, I will say this: like favorite characters right now, Bashir. I just find him so charming, and I just I would love to see who could pick up more women, Bashir or uh, Riker. One thing I like when I mentioned that they're all grumpy, like TNG had comic value. Like it really did. There was the yeah. like Riker is a funny character. Yeah. You know, like he'll always find the jest and scene and they'll let him be funny. He has and, like ignorance of situations was always exactly. funny. Here I don't find that there's a lot of like like it is a darker like, it is like everyone is a grumpy Gus, which is why wouldn't I'm you love to have, to have some of these fuckers in your corner though? Oh, if I could be friends with Odo. Yeah, I Cisco I, too. Like, Wait until you see the layers start peeling off that onion. Oh yeah. man! Like right now, like Cisco's like I get that like, he's like a, he takes like being in Starfleet very seriously, but fuck, yeah. he's just like I'm here. I don't want to be here, but I'm gonna do a good job. But the moment I get a promotion, I'm fucking deuces, baby. <laughs> yeah, just wait. There's so many things like he is the emissary to the prophets. Yeah. And when you see him start to fall into these roles, like, ugh, ugh, so good. Those those episodes are pretty good where they get into the Bajoran, like, uh, like religion and all that stuff. Yeah. Have you given yourself to the prophets? Oh, the one where, uh, what's it called? The, the Kai? Yeah. And she goes into that one planet where no one can die because that's the that punishment. Sick? That was a great episode like that yeah. was a great episode and i always love it when you have like those random actors you recognize to show up in alien uh makeup and stuff you're just like for sure oh, i fucking know that guy that good for <laughs> you. i didn't know you did this that's awesome yeah it's fun too because you see a lot of those little like po- like post cameos where watching it now you're like oh shit that's somebody but then they weren't like the rock and voyager right or kirsten dunce and tng yeah 100 percent. yeah so, uh, buddy, I think we're running a little bit long on this one. Uh, I hope the listeners don't mind. This is going to be a, a much longer podcast than we're normally putting out. But I honestly, I could be talking to you about this for like another like 45. Oh, fuck. We yeah, can like, go for four go. hours on this. Fucking yeah. One. <laughs> I, but yeah, no, I'll, uh, I'll text you after I finish. Like, the, do you want me like episode by episode of the Maquis or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'm just saying if you watch a good episode and you're like, fuck, Sean, like, I am ready to talk about it. That's all yeah. I'm trying to say to you. All right, you cool, watch man. it. Doesn't matter if like if you're Maki or any of them, but just whatever episode strike you. When you're in the mode of having just watched it, fucking message me because I want to talk about it too. I love. We should this probably shit. do I a spinoff it. podcast. So we release on Mondays and on Wednesdays we can do Star Trek uh, episode like, one, season four, episode two. No, like, but like, I mean, like, we can do like we can do like a Star Trek rewatch podcast so like we'll do is like we'll zoom and then we'll have on the corner uh with no sound because we'll probably get sued if we have the sound and we'll rewatch an episode of star trek like the original series and then we'll go to tng and then we'll go to deep space nine and then we'll go to voyager and then we'll go to and then various series various series it's not a bad idea for a yeah. spinoff that's for there's sure there's already another like star trek based co- uh, podcast out there called star trek the next conversation so they yeah. already have the perfect title of it. But I think this would be a fun thing for you and I to like 
explore and then we can go into like what makes the classics so good and then and then we can For do sure. the one off of the movies and all that there'd be there's literally shit we could talk about on almost every episode that's like or the what ifs like imagine if fucking like that you imagine like what if that fucking ah, ah, ah. yeah yeah 100 yeah, exactly so it's been it's been a lot of fun like watching deep space nine and it's like oh, i fucking love space adventures i just love yeah. them so much <laughs> so good yeah yeah so right on sir yeah so yeah i think that wraps up for this week so uh this has been two sides of the story uh, i'm tom sides and this has been one side of the story and i'm sean sides and this has been one side of the story have a good week everybody have a great week live long and prosper story two sides of the story Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.